Hey everybody, Jesse here. Chris Bailey of the Superhero Satellite and myself got together to do something I'm titling Auction Wars. And the concept is this. There was a local auction in my area that had one of the most extensive Star Wars collections that I've ever seen in one auction. And I mean this had it all among other excellent properties like Star Trek, Indiana Jones, and more. So we took five of the top lots with a few other podcast pals, and we tried to make our best educated guess on where the final bid would be once the auction day rolled around. The person who gets the most lots closest to the selling price will be crowned Auction Wars Champion. All right, enough with the intros. Let's get this thing started. I guess to bring everybody in here, I just happened upon an auction that showed up uh, in, in my auction zip. Usually I, I get on auction zip. I don't know if you've ever heard of that app, Bailey, but you can go on this app. You type in your zip code. You put in something that you're looking for, which I'm usually p- typing in comic. And then anything within a 50 mile radius, if there's an auction going on that has that word in it, then you are immediately, you could go in there and check it out, see what you think and, and see if there's anything. If they got pictures of it, whatever, maybe it's something you want to go to. Okay. Most of the stuff I usually check Beautiful. on, it's usually like in person, not, I don't really get and do a whole lot of online bidding, but anyway, this auction pops up and it says that it's like in my hometown. And I'm like, okay, well, that ain't too far. I can go check that out. I've drove, I've driven to some auctions before, gone, gone some distance. And it says that there's something to do with comics. And I'm like, okay, well, let's take a look and see what we get. I'm going to share my screen. So, Chris Bailey, I know. For oh, a fact, my. You, you've had a chance. You've, you've, done, you've done a little bit of looking at this so far. This is, it's just titled Big Estate Toys, Sci-Fi, Tribal Antiques, Gold Auction. And it is taking place in my hometown, Marietta, Ohio. But it's a lot of this is online. Now, this is through proxy bid, which I've heard of, but I don't I've never dealt with getting anything off of there. We don't we don't get many auctions here in Canada, believe it or not. So you guys are super fortunate. So that's why this is of of massive interest to me. So, okay, uh, especially the contents in here. I can't wait to discuss what's in this thing, Jesse. (laughs) Holy cow. As right, as a longtime toy collector, there is the catalog is deep, brother. At the beginning of this, as I'm sh- going to kind of scroll through my screen, you can see that there's a lot of like art, uh, art yeah, related pieces. That. The story behind this is when I first saw this, you saw the toys, I saw the toys. I was like, how do I not know who this collection belongs to? Because when you live in a yeah. small town, I mean, we're not a huge town, dude. We we got I can walk to the ends of my town. So if, if somebody owns a collection like this, I should be able to know who it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm in the exact same position. So most of my purchases, if I had to find, or most of my searches, I should say, uh, in my hometown go through Facebook Marketplace. So that's okay. the easiest way to find stuff. But like you say, like you don't realize what your next door neighbor has in his basement. Like, right. does he have a treasure trove? You know what I mean? You know, I'm after discovering some crazy vintage lots of stuff that I had no idea that any Anybody in my hometown ever collected or had interest mm-hmm. in because it's not something that pops up in trade shows, conventions. This stuff comes out of nowhere. And when you see it in such good condition, it just blows your mind. You're like, how is this possible? And we don't know these people's names. Like and, and sometimes right. you go to meet you go to meet these people and they are like, it doesn't look like they got 10 cents to rub together. You know what I mean? And you're like, you have every single Star Wars figure in mint condition. How are All you right. poor? 
hell. <laughs> That's right. So I, I reached out to a couple friends, local friends. Uh, one of the guys, Jordan Lowe, who owns a comic shop here. I was like, man, we got to certainly one of us has come across who owns this lot. You know, at the end of things, we were just in awe of what we were seeing. But the very next day, yeah. Cliff, uh, a member of Kapow, the pop culture podcast, he did some looking in on all of the lots here that we had. And he noticed that there was some yardsticks that were just kind of laid across uh, for the picture. And he's like, that seems kind of odd. And granted this, mm-hmm. this auction, if you go through every lot, what you start to realize is, yeah, we got some toys here. We got some art. Uh, we got some, you know, art, art pieces that hang on walls and don your shelves. But you also have like your typical household items like they they would throw a, a bunch yeah. of stuff in a corner and they're like, hey, here's the corner lot. You, you get your dresser and then you have all this other stuff on top of it. So it's 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 the, it's the most it's the weirdest collection, because like you right. said. It's not one focused thing. So, you know, a lot of collectors focus on two things. You know what I mean? A lot of my friends either collect comics or they collect action figures, VHS. I don't don't know. You know what I mean? But there's always a certain focus. This guy seems to have everything. (laughs) That's what we're thinking. So Cliff immediately the next day, he's like, I figured out who this is. And I was like, oh, really? You you know the answer to this big question? Because we Mm. agonized over this. Like, who could this be? We, we, we immediately meet. He shows me online uh, the yardsticks that I was talking about. And I was like, what am I looking for here? And right in the middle, there was a yardstick. And it said, property of Sylvia Young. Now, this is important. Sylvia Young. Okay. So Sylvia Young was an art teacher for my high school. Hence all the art pieces that we're seeing yes. here. And if you look at a lot of the uh, book, the books that are involved here, it's like the art of Star Wars, the art of Star Trek. Mm. There's a lot of that. So ah. she, she also, I can remember take when I was in high school, she taught there 52 years. So the, the years that I was there, she was teaching. When we had class, she would like throw on Star Trek soundtracks. And she would no. put on, yeah. Oh she would put my. on like, so what has happened is last October, Sylvia passed away. Oh, so, no. yeah, what we're seeing here is what she had collected. Uh, well, obviously, since the 70s, because what we're seeing here is some of this stuff is oh, like from my. like the late 70s. The other thing is this. Sylvia had a twin sister named Sandra. Sandra and Sylvia did everything together. Notice that a lot of the stuff that we see here, there's two of everything. So when they would buy something, they would also, you know, the uh, one would buy one thing and the other would buy the same thing. So they had like two of everything in a, you know, in their basement or whatever. So that's the other thing that kind of blew my mind was the fact that I actually, I looked up the obituaries for both of them, not to get too morbid here, but um, (laughs) (laughs) Sandra, if you look at her obituary, you read through it, and at the very end, it says, you know, she was a big fan of Star Trek, Star Wars. She was also a big fan of Supernatural. And it also goes through the accomplishments of her life. Sandra also taught art at Warren Local Schools. And they what? both went to, yeah, they both went to college at the same time. They both got the same degrees. When you look at Sandra and Sylvia's obituary, the only thing that's different is obviously the time that they passed away, because they passed away about a year and a half apart, and their names. Everything else is the same, dude. And I'm not kidding you. That is creepy as <laughs> I know, man. Like, so, listen, super cool. You say t- listen, a collection, not only do they got one, they have two. Yeah. Which is and 
And this this collection knows no bounds. And I mean, when our when our listeners or our viewers take a peek at what's inside, I'm going to cover a couple of the uh, super rare pieces that you know collectors are dying for. And I mean, it's all in here. So all right, well, I right. mean, get set to sweat, folks. So I reached out to our friends at the Rattelich and Broadcasting Network. Also, Cliff from Kapal chimed in. Here is what we're doing. Bailey and I are going to look at five. We're only at the top five right now. This auction ends tomorrow, so a little bit less than 24 hours from now. We're going to look at the top five uh, that are up for sale, and I think we're just sticking with the sci-fi stuff. I, I picked five because there's like some s- silver quarters that are being sold and some gold. And I was like, eh, we'll stay away from that. We're, you know, where our bread's buttered at, buddy. We're talking. You, you, the- you picked my childhood in on a page, <laughs> is what you did, sir. <laughs> yeah, so Amazing. we're doing these top five lots. Bailey and I are going to do our best to try and figure out where the final bid, the final price, the selling price of these items are going to be. And then the person who's closest is going to be the auction champion. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, and we're not alone. We're, we're fighting against these other guys, too. We got Ronnie Adams, Mark Radlich, and whoa. also, like I said, Cliff. Uh, so they're they're all putting their guesses in. We're, we're going to have a little bit of a competition. Hey, I'm going to, do, you, do, you know that, do you know that Mark Radlich didn't play with toys as a kid? Uh, don't get me started. None. He had none. He didn't have any. Do not get me started. You know, he would he would bring up stuff about how I have a toy in a box over here, and Mark Radlich would give me about three hours worth of crap because I kept my toy in the box. Like, why don't you oh. take that thing out of there? Well, there's a reason, Mark. No, he, he wouldn't have any of that. No. <laughs> Poor guy. I feel like sending him a box of toys so he can enjoy childhood. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of toys, let's dive in, baby. Our first lot that we are going to take a look at together. This is a large lot of vintage toys, including many Tron action figures. So zoom in here. I'll tell you what we got going on here. Where are you going to point? So let's let's go to the blue case on the bottom over to your left. Okay. So inside inside that case, right on the bottom, it's yeah, that one right there. Right here. Okay. So right in the corner, you got some Remco monsters. So these retail for about if you had to buy them. I'm um, seeing them on eBay for about $55 to 70, you know, about $75 loose uh, mint oh, on card wow. and, and for full collections there. They are, you know, within $500 there. Those are beautiful. Uh, I wouldn't say they're difficult to find in condition and on card. They're super hard to find now right next to them and filling out the rest of the case. Most of it are um, Mego black hole figures. So top right-hand corner of that box, you'll see a Maximilian. Uh, that's probably the most sought-out figure. You're um, the most popular figure, I should say. On the other corner and the other side turned sideways is the Sentry. Now, depending okay. on which version of the Sentry you get, uh, can be can be super rare. The other ones in the middle are super commons. You'll see right on the very bottom, I think they got a Vincent or an old Bob. Those are some of the most popular ones. Now, let's shift over inside that case that's standing up. This is where All the right. story is being told here we go there you go baby check that out so right in the center of that case are your prized figures so you have tron action figures now these were released let me say uh they they were re-released quite recently in the 2000s um uh, and like exact versions of those. So, however, those look like to be the originals. I can tell with the decals on them that they are definitely and they have the entire set. So up in the top right hand corner, you're going to or the top corner. You're going to see more of the Remco monsters and as well. One of the uh, one of the Tron centuries right up there in the top left of that yeah. case. These these are the ones that really caught my eye, which I didn't know yep. th- what I mean. I knew what they were, obviously, but uh, the Universal Monsters are you know classic, classic monsters, classic. Yeah. So now, 
Yeah. Never even knew anything about them. It's it's a weird story because they were re-released several times under different banners and you know di- different things like that, and they remain really really popular despite you know having a limited shelf time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. th- they're not really super hard to find, but they're 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 very expensive. If you're getting them in high grade. Now down at the bottom, if you were in the '80s and loved uh, sci-fi and and fantasy, you would have loved Clash of the Titans. Oh, so the- okay. The figure next to Tron uh, in the middle case, that's Perseus. Right that's that's okay. the main figure right there. So right on the bottom, you also have you have the, the Minotaur guy. You have the, the Skull guy. So all those three on the bottom, the first three, those are all Clash of the Titans figures. Gotcha. What yep. is now, this? And that, that, my friend, is the uh, – it's a Battlestar Galactica figure. I, I came into that – I came into possession of an entire mint run of the Battlestar Galactica line. They're from Ooh. 1970s, I want to say. Nice. Uh, and that is Imperious Leader. Now, the Imper- why this one's important, it's really, really hard to find with the damn capes. So that one in particular, the cape is uh, is flawed. So underneath is the strangest looking body you've ever seen. And I'm going to show you. I, I actually have one here at the house, and I'll, I'll frame one up for you later on. It's disgusting okay. what's under there, so you need to hear that. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Okay. I- the other part of the story is over in the corner, though, Jesse. Oh, look at that. Yeah, so what you're looking at here, these are Micronauts, believe it or not. Okay, all right. We were yeah. talking about this. I was talking about this with somebody else. They were like, oh, the, they definitely look like Micronauts. So right here, right in the middle is the most famous one, right at the bottom, I should say. With I think that's a Croyer. He's actually in the comics. So he's one of the characters featured in the comics. A lot of them were these crazy, almost like Pharaoh-like comics. They were uh, time travelers. So right next on the bottom to a Croyer are time travelers. They come in a, a variation of figures. They're basically the weirdest figure. They have multiple joints, you know, points of articulation. You can yeah. swap hands out, swap feet, change heads. Like a lot of Micronauts were modular toys, which means they combined. They, you know, they could share parts. They could parts could come off. That that was the joy of uh, of Micronauts. And they've got a, quite the uh, collection of the smaller toys there. So a lot of the monster collection is up top. I mean, looks look to be in good condition here, all of it. And they have the accessories which are lying in front of them, which is uh, probably the yeah. hardest of the collection. So if you're out of the box and you got accessories, you got a bit of money right there. I mean, oh, you recognize this case, case at all? The space case. So Star Wars used to come out with uh, with generic little leather action figure cases. Okay, there were a million and one of the uh, of the generic cases. Okay, and this was one of them. Space case was like a three and three quarter inch action figure case, practically made of vinyl, so really really easily damaged. But they they took all your three and three quarter figures, so they would take your Star Wars figures, your black hole, whatever you got. It all fits in there. Cliff did give us a little bit of a, he gave us a, a small paragraph big breakdown of some of the lots that he was looking at or these five that he was looking at just kind of get his uh, insight on things. He says it's a cool vintage case. So he's talking about, I assume, the space case there. He says he loves yep. the Tron set, more Clash of, oh, of the Titans, Universal Monsters. He put a question mark. We answered that. And Micronauts, mm-hmm. we just answered that as well. So he says, so cool how everything was in the 3.75, you know, three and three quarters inch scale back then. So, okay. All right. Well, I think it's bidding time. He's given me, he's given me a number here. I'm, we're going to put our number out first. So let me get out of this. Let's so take a is, look at our, what is the bid currently at Jesse? That's yeah, what I was, $900 currently, by the way, there's an increment scale here. I don't know if you saw this or not, but okay, tell me. Uh, the, the increments jump up 
when they hit a certain level. So I don't even know if this is going to affect us because I think the, the gap we're looking at here, it's got to jump up to twenty four ninety nine before it starts becoming a hundred dollar bids. Right. Uh, so we're at fifty dollar bids right now. So just, an even number is going to be where we're going to land. So at nine hundred dollars right now, we got twenty hours and twenty two minutes left. Right. I'll so no, for- nobody's really going to put the heat on right now. So if we're basically at a thousand bucks, I got a good gauge where this is headed. All right. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I'm gonna go with fourteen. 1400 I'll say that okay. they put another 400 on it or okay. 500 I should say so here here's what I'm thinking I said uh, 1650 or 1700 the reason I say that uh, I did I just did a little bit of quick computing so you oh. know some of these figures have the cape some of these figures have the accessories and that's what drives up the rarity uh, right. you that you include that space case okay which looks to be in like stunning condition to be quite honest with you that alone could fetch you a couple hundred bucks so i'm thinking we're going to land 1650 i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna lock in my deal at about 1650 that's where i'm thinking there it is 1650 cliff by the way he says 1100 he's going with 11 so let me get his number in there are, are, are you telling me they're only going to go up 100 dollars for a lot like this and <laughs> not i i know for a fact like tomorrow people are going to be bidding like within those last five minutes like oh. this like the internet's on fire they um, better be they better be glad chris bailey ain't in there with those tron figures <laughs> let me tell you something right now yeah those things are nice ronnie gave me a total of Lot five, he says twelve fifty. All right, so let's get Ronnie okay. locked yeah, yeah. in at twelve fifty. And then Mark says lot five eleven hundred. All right, so we're I mean we're fairly close. You're you're the high man here. I know what's in those I know what's in those cases, my man. I can tell you there's gonna be some bidding. All right. All right, let's head to lot number four. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> two Kenner Indiana Jones, the map room toys new in packaging. And again, like I mentioned earlier two of these in the package maybe they had a third one that they were playing with or they just bought it and kept it in the package and never brought it out but let's go ahead i'm going to zoom in here i didn't even know these things were a thing like this is oh oh my goodness so they actually had two actual sets so this was the original set released for uh, raiders of the lost ark okay uh Mm -hmm. they were from kenner so made by the same company that were done uh that did star wars uh and they actually had two particular uh two particular sets one of which you see here is the map room okay which is the classic scene in raiders of the lost ark when he goes down you know he shines the light and reveals the big uh the big revelation of what's inside the map room now the other one was called the well of souls now this one's not featured here so they basically bought the same set you know basically an expansion set one of the cool things about this it comes with a rare figure so it actually has indiana jones that's the only way to get this figure in that particular dress so oh, okay. that that yeah, that's the cool thing about these is that they had exclusive set only figures. So uh, being a Kenner product, straight from you know straight from a Star Wars type lineup, they played super well with Star Wars. And this one, I would say, is a reasonably in this condition. The condition is ridiculous. You know, the stuff inside is most likely not even touched, not even brought out. The boxes are not in horrible shape. I mean, obviously no. the corners have got a little bit of wear, but. I- this isn't something that's fall, you know, falling apart. Who keeps the boxes? So oh, nobody. Oh my has. god! Yeah, <laughs> and you and you get like like it says on the side of the box, you get Indiana Jones in Arab disguise. How about that? 
it has the staff of Ra with the medallion, which is featured in the thing. It's, it comes with like a little a little handbag. It has like a pick, some accessories like a revolver. You got the robe and a hook so you can rappel down. I mean, it, it has everything you got for a little adventure, right? So it's really cool. Fantastic. All right. Right now, we're looking at the same price as uh, what we were just looking at earlier, 900 Demand-wise, what I mean, what we were just looking at was loose figures. This is in the box, mm-hmm. two Raiders of the Lost Ark map room figures and play sets. So yeah. what do you think here? Are we going to have a lot, of, a, a lot of heat come towards the end, or is this something that might just eh, kind of stagnate and stay where it's at? So what you got to really factor in is where's the Indiana Jones franchise right now. And, the you know, they just had the big reveal that Indiana Jones 5 is on the way. So everything indie is starting to see a little lift right from the, the Marvel comics, you know, the further adventures of Indiana Jones. All that stuff is starting to see a list. This is actually uh, Series 1, Indiana Jones from Kenner. So it's probably the most sought after stuff, you wow. know, the, the most sought after line out of everything that's ever been released for Indiana Jones. Now they had a, uh, a series of figures that went with all these play sets as well. Like a, a you know, a good few series. They had a mail in figure and he had a giant 12 inch figure, which was actually the Han Solo figure from the original star Wars line, the big 12 inch Han. And they right. just literally stuck indie gear on them, which is hilarious when you oh, see wow. it. Now, wow. Now this set, this set right here, you're, I mean, you're creeping up there. You're at you're at nine hundred dollars right now for both of these. So I mean, you know, you're 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 getting there at the cap of what what someone would pay for one of these. So uh, you know, I I don't see this going much further. But let me tell you something: the anticipation of that new movie could drive this one over the top. Let's see. I said fourteen hundred on the last one. I'm going to go. Uh, we're, we're going to finish this one out at thirteen. That's where yeah. I'm going to land. Thirteen hundred. What do you think? That's ex- that's exactly what I have right here. If you see my phone, you can't see my phone probably. But anyway, I had <laughs> I had I had, thir- I had thirteen hundred right on the nose. So I tell you what, I'm going to meet you at thirteen fifty. All right, that sounds good. Let's take a look, and see what Cliff had to say. He said Kinder made some cool play sets back in the day. Uh, there are two of these sealed in the lot. Oh, well, he's guessing 1300 for both. Boy, nobody's. Ah, see that? Everybody, everybody's on par. Everybody, everybody right. thinks. Mark says a grand. So he only thinks this is going up two more bids, apparently. Let me One tell you stop. something. You're, you're, you're reaching. You're reaching. When you're, pay, when you're already at $900, $450 for each one. Yeah. You're getting there, man. You're you're getting there. So I mean, you know, you're 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 up in the value. Like if if this was even a year ago, I would say you're you're stretching your dollar here. But uh, like I said, a little bit of wave of enthusiasm behind um, behind the Indiana movie. Jones franchise. Yeah, and you you right. you got her going, baby. Oh, Ronnie Adams coming in with seventeen fifty here. Gentle Ooh. Jesus, Ronnie. I could go on eBay and buy buy three of those things for seventeen hundred. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you want to pay that, Ronnie, good for you, baby. Well, let's take a look at our third. This is going to be lot number three. Oh, the Star Wars cereal boxes and vintage tokens lot. Now, I remember C-3PO's. I do not remember this token thing. I think they came from droids action figures. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say the power of the force. Uh, there, there was a late, a late eighties, uh, star Wars action figure line. Let me do my research here. One second. And it's well, definitely in figures. the coins came packaged with a figure. So right after the original line from Kenner, okay. After the franchise had went down, they continued to make figures. And as a drawing card, they put these little medallions on. So that's why you're seeing there. They also came packaged with droids figures. So when the droids cartoon figures came out, those things are super mega molten, hot, rare. Like those really? are. 
to find full sets or or to find like within a reasonable price, absolutely forget it. These things have skyrocketed. They're super rare. And the, the chase toy within the droid set is the damn Boba Fett figure. So they released an individual weirdly painted Boba Fett figure and finding that on card. That's the coup de grace, my friend. So they were, they, I was right. They were called the Power of the Force Collection. And I actually own seven of those figures. Oh, okay. So I, I had some of these medallions, and they, they are pretty darn cool. So, I mean, there were so many of them. I mean, you had you had new Ewoks. You had, like, a brand-new C-3PO. Uh, like, they were, they were really weird molds, and they were separate. A-wing pilot, a brand-new Lando. Uh, you had a new Frozen Han, and all these things are featured on these medallions, plus the Ewoks toys, which I think we'll see a little later. So mm-hmm. super, super rare. So the C-3PO's box, and if anyone has tried C-3PO's, that, that stuff is better in memory because I, it, it's trash <laughs> it is it's literally trash Luke okay Skywalker. what do we got here we got the ewok there's look there's work the or uh yep there's one of oh, the yeah. ewok yeah so right. th- that's the actual ones those are i'm right on the money that is the power of the force collection medallions and they are rare so that Ultra that is droid. that's worth money okay so check out check out those um c3po's boxes so what they have there they have the mass collection so right on the back of the box uh, while C-3PO's were out, some of the boxes featured Star Wars masks. Those are actually cut out Star Wars masks, and those things are scary as frick. Because <laughs> you uh, cut the eye holes out. So picture yourself going around with that Luke Skywalker with the eye holes cut out. I mean, a serial killer wouldn't look any creepier. So so the boxes themselves, I mean, uh, they look to be in great condition. So the masks are preserved, and that that's the big chase of, of anything to do with C-3PO's. The cereal itself is, is absolute trash. It has a strawberry weird flavor, and it, it is just junk. But uh, uh, the chaser of those masks, man, that's that's what you're fighting for here. But uh, they're they're ancillary to the uh, uh, you know those points. medallions. Oh yeah, those things are those things are crazy. That that's that's money in the bank right there. Oh, we are looking at one thousand seven hundred dollars right now. You're the more educated one on this, so let me go first and what I think is going to happen. You've already educated me more than I was going into this, saying that these are really rare. Seventeen hundred dollars right now. Auction time. I am going to go. I'll, I will go to 28. I'm going to say that they, oh, they, okay. they're, that's, that's high. That's another 1100 on top of what seven days worth brought a 17. But I, I just have a feeling there's going to be a fight for these things. So I'm going yeah. with tw- 2,800. That's big money right there. So, Okay, so so I thought I was going to beat you out on this one. So my initial bid was twenty six hundred. I th- I think I think we're in the ballpark. I got to be honest oh, with wow. you. Wow. Okay. And and what uh, and what really really drives this collection is the sheer volume of them. They're there and they're in multiples. Like you, you've got you know you, you've got multiples of of some of the same ones, and that right. is like it's it's so stupid how much is in that collection. Like it's it's frightening. So that that is that's a jackpot collection right there, man. I love the fact that yeah. they put it as a collection. I think it's brilliant. But I, I can guarantee. You've got, yeah, you've got people on eBay selling like lots of five for like right. 150 bucks. Like th- right. this is what's scary about this. Look how many are there I with know, the C3PO's mask boxes in great shape on top of it. I don't, it's stupid. It's yeah. ridiculous. So you said 2600 right? I said 26, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with my or my initial things. I'm not going to change my my bids on the fly because you you uh, you altered yours. So I, I want I want to be fair. I want to be fair. I want to go with my gut reactions. All right, then. Uh, let's take a look at what Ronnie has to say. Ronnie says lot number three, which we are looking at right now, 
three grand. Mm, three thousand dollars. I don't know. I, I don't know either, but I'm telling you right now that the value on the page is there. So that that's a possibility. I went with 2600 because I was just, you know, I'm thinking where we are right now and how much time is left. If you're mm. bidding up in increments, you know, you're always got to, you're always waiting on that sniper to throw that extra $200 in front of you. You know what I mean? So right. I'm starting to feel bad about my bid now. Put it that way. <laughs> All right, lot number three, Cliff says, I remember eating that cereal. Those are most likely to be Power of the Force coins. I think yep. some of those gold and copper colored may have been the last of the mail-in with proof of purchase promo. Some are definitely more valuable than others. His guess is 2500 so he's going with there, Oh, we got the full gambit here, full yeah. gambit. Cliff, Cliff knows the stuff. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging Cliff's... Uh, Cliff's knowledge here. He's he's yeah. bringing it. He's backing me up. I gotta meet this Cliff. So Mark chimes in. Lot number three. He's going with two thousand. Two thousand for Mark, lot. Oh, number Mark three. Radlich. Oh my. Stick with Randy Films, Marcus. <laughs> uh, all right. We're making our way up. So this is going to be lot number two. Yep. And. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this because I've learned so much so far. One of my favorite things is action figures. And yes, we're gonna baby. talk. We're gonna talk a little <laughs> bit about what's here. Uh, so we have this God. is a, yeah. I mean this and this folks, this isn't the gem of the auction yet. It's <laughs> right no. here. This, this is, is the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> right. So very large group of original Star Wars Kenner action figures, as if there could not be a more nondescript name as to what we're looking at here on, on in front of us. There are, I mean, we got three collector's cases here filled with figures. So Oh, oh my God. So number one, right at the very bottom. So, I mean, you, these are these are your vintage collection. So you got a combination of originals. So you see R5-D4 over at the left. You see Empire Strikes Back Han. You got Death Star Droid next to him. X-Wing Luke, Boba Fett, Power Droid. You got uh, up above Power Droid. You've got Lobot, Walrus Man. Uh, you've got Snaggletooth. I mean, you, you've got Hammerhead, Greedo, uh, Dengar. I mean, holy cow. You've got a combination of originals and i mean these are in beautiful shape look at that boba fett boba fett alone is a chase toy uh if you look down you'll see han han has his blaster um yeah. r5d4 has perfect perfect stickers on those so the the big thing about these star wars toys is that their stickers used to fall off so we have to have a preserved toy with a sticker on it that's where you get your money that's where you get your grade now snaggletooth is a isn't a um is the second version that's v2 of snaggletooth the original one was actually a full-size figure about the size of walrus man and he had a blue costume yeah they did it off model like a lot of these uh figures were just done with like just like um, an idea of what the character looked like in a sketch. And that's why some of the colors went crazy and wrong. So that's why Greedo looks a little bit silly. And, uh, and so does <laughs> poor Snaggletooth. <laughs> All right, let's scroll up. Let's keep going. All right. Well, let's take a look oh, here. Look at, there you go. There, this is this is your original set of figures right here. So these are the actual, the Primo ones. So these are your original ones. These are your Chase ones, your early bird special toys. And what do we got here? I mean, we've got all the originals. We've got Chewbacca. He looks a little bit worn, though. He got a little bit of, um, you know, rub and wear on the uh, bandolier there. His arms look a little bit sun bleached. So, you know, I would take a little, little notch off that one. Han Solo looks to have, there's two versions of Han Solo. That's V2. He's got like a weird uh, style 
stylized head because people hated the egg head shape or the light bulb Han. So they actually restyled him. So that's version two. Luke has his lightsaber a little bit worn. Princess Leia actually has what looks to be her original cape, C-3PO. We've got all the capes. So we've got the Jawas. We got all, we got Ben's cape. They looked after lightsabers. Take a look at R2-D2 with a perfect sticker. This is not a bad set, my friend. This is, this is, this is all the good right here. Like these are, these are the ones that everybody chased the original set right here, right away out of the gate. So, I mean, really solid. I do have, I want to know about Chewbacca's arms here. Now I've seen Chewbacca, uh, the version of Chewbacca that I have, Mm -hmm. there's a green color to them. So I don't think it's this, I don't believe I could be wrong, but I, it, it definitely isn't showing anything like this. The arms look really strange, though, for to be de- uh, as as separate a color from the body. But I know that's not oh, uncommon. See, see. So the the plastic is different from the body to the joints. So the body, the torso of the figure is a hard plastic. Uh, they made the the limbs out of a different plastic, which is like a bendable, pliable material. So what happens over time is that the limbs themselves change color. So if they're in light all the time or, you know, left in the sun, they bleach out and the body okay. retains its original, its, its original color. You know what I mean? So that's Got why... It. Yeah, so that's and but you lose value with that. So that's one of the things that you look for as a collector. Uh, all right, and our third case here. Oh goodness, Shit now we're switching. Jesus. Here, <laughs> here you go, buddy. So you have uh, what looks to be series one and two of the Raiders of the Lost Ark collection. Uh, so you see Indiana Jones, you see, oh, they look like they've broken up a set because you have Indiana Jones in the Arab gear right next to Indy oh, at the yeah. top. Yeah, and you've got Belloc right underneath him. You've got Marion. You've got Tout. You've got the guy who dies in the uh, the helicopter scene. You've got one of, I mean, you've got everybody here. I mean, this is the full collection. They were pretty well right. the full collection, Series 1 and 2. Raiders of the Lost Ark collection from Kenner. They look to have their accessories. This is beautiful. Indy has his whip or his gun by the looks of things up there. Wow. Does Marion have a monkey? Wow. Is that a monkey that's uh, up above her? Yeah, it's a monkey, yeah. That's the monkey. Okay, all right. Bad dates. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm really familiar with Star Wars. I know about the Star Wars toys. I didn't know that they did Indiana Jones figures like this. Which yes, is- they, they released very, um, they released multiple versions of these things. So, you know, there was most recently for Kingdom and a Crystal Skull, they actually had newer updated versions and they copied some of the mold. So it was kind of cool because you got some of these older style figures with like a little bit of added articulation. So these were released several times. Uh, I think Temple of Doom had a run of figures, which were, uh, you know, just an update or a recast of some of these figures too. So there's a lot of indie out there, but nobody seems to remember them or have them. So just seeing the older collection at once is a little, a uh, little mind blowing, honestly. Oh, 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 we're, oh, we're moving into something else here, I guess. I, I thought there was only three things. Now we're now we're running into Star Trek land. Okay, so looks like we got a uh, combination platter here. So uh, these are mixed vari- uh, versions of them. So right at the very bottom, you're going to see see these really poorly rendered. Those are your Mego collection. So for Star Trek, the motion picture, they released in the early 1980s a series of of Star Trek figures that didn't go they went over like a fart in church Jesse I gotta be honest <laughs> they, they were not well received uh, a lot of them sat on um, on dollar store racks and you know they they just they just rode themselves into the ground oh, and you know sad. it wasn't the classic uniforms it was these pastel colors I don't know right. if you've seen Star Trek the motion picture but they're really crappy yeah, now I remember that 
Up above, however, now you got the Wrath of Khan collection. So now you got the uniforms that everybody seems to love. You've actually got a Klingon up there. You've got a Spock. Value-wise, these aren't uh, these aren't a big deal. Yeah. Okay. All right. First time I've ever seen those as well. Uh, what are we getting into I here? Looks like we got some uh, Flash Gordon figures. I'm not super familiar with those. So, but it's Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers. Now, Buck Rogers, I am familiar with. Think, if I'm not mistaken, they're Mego as well. So, Mego was heavily into. They didn't only do those famous dolls we're all used to with the the cloth clothing. They right. actually entered the action figure market as well with Black Hole, with uh, with Star Trek, and with Buck Rogers. Now, the problem is none of these sold super well. They're not super super rare. But uh, they can be found for a reasonable price. But what you're looking at here, Tweaky over in the corner, you know, he's got his little sticker still on him. The Buck Rogers figures, I think, I'm not familiar with the um, with the prices on these things, but they seem to have a wide variety of that collection right there. So I think the Buck Rogers ones are the are not the Buck Rogers, the Flash Gordon ones are the standout ones here. So uh, you know, yeah. they look to be in great condition. And over in the corner, to the right hand corner, it looks like we got those ET ones. Those are little. Yeah. It's like PVC figures that were super popular when the movie came out. E.T. was one of my favorite movies as a child. There's a lot. There's a bunch of E.T. related merchandise. We're obviously not going to be showing tonight, but my goodness, there's like an E.T. record that I would have loved to have got that's in this auction. A lot of E.T. related um, items. You, but, you, know, uh, you know what you need, Jesse Starcher? You need no. the Michael Jackson E.T. album. <laughs> It's a, th- it's a thing. It's a thing. So they did an E.T. adaptation with Michael Jackson doing the complete narration to the movie. And, oh, my uh, he's, gosh. He's inside the book. He's got his arm around E.T. It's creepy and weird now that you look at it. But oh, I, I own it, and it's a piece of history, man. I'm telling you. That's lovely. Anyway, what, what else is in this auction, baby? What Let's else we got look. here? Uh, well, there's some more <laughs> E.T. Uh, yeah, nope. So, oh, yeah, we got some more E.T. up in your top corner right there. But we also have... A beautiful, beautiful set of the the rest of the Buck Rogers figures up top right there. You've got uh, Draconian Guard. You've got Kane. You've got or uh, Tiger Man. But the key ones here that I really like are the Battlestar Galactica figures. Uh, right at the very bottom, you see a Cylon looking to be in really, really solid shape. So uh, the yeah. fact that he's still got his, uh, you know, he's still got a shine on there is really impressive. Uh, you have Adama and Starbuck now. Uh, when these came out, an interesting fact about these, uh, they didn't put eyes in them, so they didn't paint their eyes, so they look like they're stone dead zombies. Right, dude, that looks very frightening. <laughs> yeah, they they look completely weird, but but the selling point on those is that they have their actual capes. So okay. that that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's your selling point. And when those show value, the only time that they really show real value is when you break out the capes. Okay. And that that's that's pretty damn cool, man. Wait, I see something else. Uh, bottom corner underneath ET. Guess what that is? Bottom, this right here. That's Daggett. So that's a Battlestar Galactica figure, and the reason why it is expensive is because it still remain, it still retains its tail. So see those oh. little three balls hanging yeah. out of its butt? Yeah. yeah. The, those things right there. Every single one of those were were badly damaged. So you, typically, when you see those things on eBay, it's tailless. Wow! Wow! So that that's in incredible shape. Nice. All yep. right. I think we've gone through all of this. So let's get our price here. Right now, twenty-four fifty. I'll go first. You're the more educated man here. I'll go with twenty-nine. Twenty-nine hundred. I went with thirty-two. Thirty-two. I was really debating on breaking three. <laughs> but I was like, no, the, I'll the, the only reason I say that is because 
the, the volume of Star Wars stuff that's that's in that corner, but it also has the three collector's case. If you zoom out at the main picture, it has three completely separate Star Wars cases, the collector cases. Right, right there. Those, 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 those in itself are worth money. You know what I mean? They have their they have the original trays built into them, stackable, and they are they're beautiful. So those alone are worth some money. Uh, you've got the Flash Gordon stuff. You've got an incredible you know batch of uh, of Indiana Jones stuff. So I'm telling right. you, you can get some dollars out of what's in there, baby. Ronnie Adams is like it's it's high times. Ronnie Adams house fifty two hundred dollars. Uh, $5,200. Uh, I'll tell, tell you what, if you're going to pay 5200 Ronnie, I will buy this auction, and I'll sell it to you. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Mark Radlich comes in with a total of three grand, so he, he yeah, went yeah. right at three. And then Cliff, let's see what Cliff has to say here. So lot number two, first thoughts. Wow, the first 12 figures of this legendary Kenner three and three quarters line. Holy sh. They're a double telescoping Luke Skywalker that would probably fetch one thousand dollars. So oh, when he says it, it, did did he just pull, just zoom in on that Luke Skywalker double double telescoping? One? So so when his lightsaber pulls out, the Luke Skywalker has a built into his arm a lightsaber, and you right. push it out on a slot. Okay, gotcha. now you get like a big yellow tip that comes out that represents his lightsaber. The double telescoping one has another finer point that extends out past that. Okay. Uh, those are rarer than the original. So there's there's a couple variations of the Luke figure, and the double telescoping one uh, is the most rare because that that they discontinued it because the tip of that thing used to break off all the time, and it was a manufacturing nightmare. But I can see, like, there is a – we got a – Bigger nub coming out of here, and then there's a tiny, small little nub coming sure. out of here too. Well, it, well, I tell you what, if that's what it is, <laughs> this, yeah, it, it's higher than lower for this particular set. That that's that's that that's that's one of your coup de grace figures right there. Really? Wow. So Definitely. he says, yeah, he says that that figure would probably fetch a, a thousand. Also, looks depending on come, conditions. So, right. so what I'm what I'm looking at there in that particular figure, it looks like there's some looks like it looks like these have been played with. So these have a bit of wear. You know, they've got some discoloring on them. But if the if that's an actual double telescoping lightsaber, yeah, it's it's worth a it's worth a damn fortune. <laughs> uh, I one of the tell me if you've heard of this, but one of the uh, people in one of the toy groups that uh, was talking about this auction, they were saying that, and, and I don't know if it would happen with this particular case, but there were some that we're going to look at that were in the red cases. And he was talking about how sometimes the color of the case that they're sitting in would just kind of fade on to the figures themselves oh, as yeah. they were sitting. Oh, yeah, into definitely. It. Um, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that before. Okay. All right. So it also looks to com uh, include a complete indie Raiders of the Lost Ark action set. Super in demand today. Some Star Trek movie in Wrath of Khan, but I don't know how old they are. Buck Rogers set are also very in demand. They're very niche. Not familiar with Clash of the Titans toys and complete Battlestar Galactica, I think. So cool. And what a time capsule of 1977 and 1980. His guess, $4,600. Now, he's probably factoring it. I'm going to let you change it. Do you want to change it because of this here, Bailey? I mean, because of that uh, Luke Skywalker figure? You, you didn't know that going into this. I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see that it was a double telescoping lightsaber. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to bump myself up to 38. 38. There we go. All right. All that's, right. That's, that's a prize, man. I, I hear you. This top lot, very large group of original Star Wars Kenner action figures. We just looked at three. This has got four cases completely full. Of Do I need my kidneys, Jesse? Do I need them? <laughs> Do I really want these things? <laughs> 
Let's start here. So we're seeing a whole bunch of this is a lot of Return of the Jedi. Uh, one of the big things that you're seeing here, they have their capes. So you see the Imperial Guard at the bottom. Both of those guys have their capes. You got Bib Fortuna right there in the middle. Uh, you've got some Empire Strikes Back. So you got uh, looks to be Luke Skywalker in uh, Hoth gear. Oh my goodness! Up up at the top there, you've got Leia, you've got the uh, Bosk, you've got the Snowtrooper. I mean. Yeah, those are those are some mean figures. You got R two D two there with a beautiful looking sticker on there. I mean, um, beautiful, beautiful yep. figures. Next yep. up, here's this other one. Yeah, and now oh, so my favorite figure, my favorite action figure in the world is in this photo. It's that Bestman Luke Skywalker. In my opinion, my favorite of all Luke Skywalkers. He's in his Bestman gear. He's got his yellow lightsaber in hand. I absolutely loved that figure as a kid. I, I mean, I've I owned it several times. I've broken it. I've stolen it, and you name it. Okay. <laughs> All right. What about who in the world? This is all oh, this is that's that's the Ugnaught. All right. Right. Cloud City. Yeah. 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 OK. Got it. I've never seen this figure before. Well, I've, you've never seen this. This figure is super common. The only thing that you that you want to know there, he's got his little handbag and his apron. That apron. is the biggest. That's the biggest problem. That's a fabric apron, and that is the hardest thing to find on an Ugnaught. Especially, he has his little accessory too. So, these figures have all their guns. Look at Lando. He not only does he have his cape, he's got his blaster. Leia has her blaster. He has um, has her cape. I mean, <laughs> everything is so stupid. Yeah, uh, this is this is next level. I mean, you got you've got Hoth Han up there. Okay. Oh my. Oh oh oh. <laughs> Guess what we got here, baby? Power of the Force. Okay. So right All at right. the right at the bottom. You, I own these figures. I bought these in, on a trip to Florida. So I have that whole top row. I own them all. Okay. I that that bottom Luke Skywalker. Uh, as a stormtrooper, comes with a helmet. It's one of the few figures you can get where you can unmask your own stormtrooper. You have Anakin Skywalker, the original figure, as he was seen in the movie right there. Right, now, right. Now, he was originally released with the Return of the Jedi collection as a mail-in figure. Oh, really? He got released with the power of the Force. All these figures come with the coins. Okay, all right. These all these right. are the ones right here. Uh, you see one of the skiff guards from Jabba's palace. Um, I mean, you've got a Jawa there. You've got all the um, Endor moon uh, versions of Luke, Han, and Leia. You've got the Emperor. You've got a couple different Ewoks there, Warwick and Wicket. These things are worth money. And plus, if you if you had the coins with them, whoo, look out, Dale. <laughs> all right, getting over here, what do we got here? Okay, generic set. So you've got a combination of Return of the Jedi. Uh, you've got A-Wing Pilot, uh, which was a Power of the Force guy, um, and that driver. There's there's nothing really in this one. you got Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. It's the a only trap. One that I, the only one that I would start, there's two here. So there's two callouts. Bottom right, you've got a Yoda, which has original cape and snake. And that snake. one is highly sought after. Right next to the Rancor figure, you have Prune Face. It was seen only in the background or or a, or a map drawing, and he had his own figure right next to Rancor Keeper, right at the top next to Tebow, I think is his name up there. And he's got his original cape. Those are money right there. Nice. But but the other ones are generic, easy to find. That bottom row, that bottom row down there, those are from the Ewoks collection. So Ewoks cartoon, okay? okay. Those are the Dulocs. Uh, extremely rare, extremely hard to find in any way, shape, or form. I'm not sure about the color, but if I'm not mistaken, that looks like a version of the droids Boba Fett, which is, you know, you would sell your children and your children's children to get that thing. 
uh, one of the, I think it's the the purple guys, one of the advisors to the emperor. I think uh, right big above up here on the left. Tell me about. The, no, I don't uh, know his. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I can't I'm, even call myself a Star Wars fan anymore. He's <laughs> in sleep. But right, 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 right in the middle. Right in the middle. Take a look at that. That that guy with the gray shirt. That's Han Solo. Now, what's missing from him? That's Frozen Han. So he actually oh. has a plastic frozen piece that's supposed to go over him. So he's in carbonite and it's not like the one that was released with empire strikes back. This one, you can actually see him through the carbonite when you place him inside the carbonite. It's super cool. Oh, I wow. own that one as well. Yeah. That's and a chaser, that, baby. That, it looks, oh, those Dulux at the bottom and the, and the Boba Fett, if that's from droids, that those, that's the prizes right there, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. And I assume we're getting oh, more. Jesus, into- I give up. I give up. I got to run <laughs> this right here. Now this right here, I'm telling you right now, I'd give my lungs, your lungs, you know, I'd, I'd knock my mom out. I'd, I don't know. I'd do it all. So this is the droids collection. Wow. 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 I own six of these figures. Uh, I can't tell you where any of them are. Oh, wow. Can't tell you. So, uh, I mean, George Doucette, you've got the uh, Jan Tosh. You've got uh, George Doucette. You've got Wicket. You've got uh, you've got you've got all the main principal figures here. Uh, Monjopa. Very, very animated look to these things. Yeah, I mean, well, right. they're, they're from the animated series, so you see a combination right. of Ewoks and droids. They were they these figures were featured on the um, Droids Ewoks Power Hour on on Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, one of the things that was released right after Lucasfilm discontinued Return of the Jedi, they tried to do a spin for young kids to keep it going. It was fairly successful, uh, only a couple seasons each, and boom! The look at these figure collection. These are highly, highly, highly sought after. Love them. Now, I, I recognize some of these figures. Uh, I had one of these big green guys. Uh, this is, yep, what, Gamma Palace Green. Guard or something or whatever it is. Yep. Um, yep. Anything stick out to you here? Uh, let me see. You got uh, Bounty Hunter Bausch up at the top corner with Princess Leia. Looks like she has her helmet and her uh, her staff. Uh, you got Luke Skywalker next to her in the top next to Squidhead, Re-Yeez. Neon Numb. He's the guy who, this guy alone, right next to Reese, that guy who looks like almost like a horse type thing, right here, the guy, the guy with the red and the blue. Right. Believe it or not, that was the character, along with Lando Calrissian, that they chose to blow up the Death Star and return to Jedi. That's him. That's the co-pilot of the right. Millennium Falcon, right there. Yep. <laughs> right next to him, we got Weequay. Now, the part about Weequay that's interesting—he has his little skirt that is mega hard to find. So that—that's the—that's the chaser piece to this. You've got another stormtrooper that they repurposed for the Return to Jedi line. Another one, and the rest are just you know generic. We got a couple Ewoks there, and we've got uh, one of the uh, Endor soldiers so all right yeah now what are we getting into here because i've recognized i mean i've recognized some of the big players but we we got a bunch of like what looks like pilots is that a droid there uh, on the bottom so did did you see obi-wan kenobi uh no i haven't watched that yet it is on the agenda but i have not watched it okay this figure shows up in it that's oh zuckus that's zuckus i should say the black one Okay. All right. Right in the middle there. Yeah. He actually shows up and goes after Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And the young Chris Bailey um, uh, creamed his shorts. <laughs> it's Zuckus. Uh, it's Zuckus. And right next to him is Four Lom. Four Lom is impressive because he has the cape. He has the, the plastic little mesh thing that he wears over the top of that. Really, really cool. Top left hand corner or top right hand corner that you can't really see is a C-3PO figure. But the thing about the C-3PO figure, it comes with a bag. It's meant to go on Chewbacca. So in oh. Empire Strikes Back, C-3PO gets dismantled. He gets dismantled. So that, That's right. 
So this particular um, C-3PO figure, you can dismantle him, and you can put all his junk parts in the bag, and you can clip them onto Chewbacca, that which is, is super cool. Oh, I'm that's flipping back. I'm flipping back here real quick just because here I solved yep. this underneath this C-3PO as well. So we got yep. the one we were just looking at. Is that the same figure? That's the same figure. So okay. that that yeah. So his arms and his legs come off. So and you, st- you can stick them down the bag and make all his accessories pop. That's ah. that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we get we see our cases here. Oh, beautiful! Absolutely I mean, stunning. Just stunning. just unbelievable. So, all right, so man. This, this, this what I would say here would probably be the if you were a serious collector and wanted to kickstart your collection, this is the way to go. This has all the primary figures right there. Yeah, there's a lot to, there's a lot to cry about here for me. <laughs> All right, it's at 5500 right now. I'm going to say the only thing that I worry about here and when it comes to the what I'm going to guess is the reach of this auction. Now, yes. you know, you have to tell people if you're an auctioneer, you've got to get the word out to the right people, mm-hmm. the right places. Is that happening? You know, I see this number and I'm like, well, I, I assume it is. That's a pretty big number. But maybe, maybe just being on our podcast, Jesse, I'd like to think that now we we've screwed the pooch. We've made sure that nobody's getting this for a reasonable value right now. <laughs> I'm going to go with <laughs> I will go with. So what is the increment now? We're I think we actually jump increments. So it's between it's hundred dollar bids. At this point, mm, um, no, no, I'm uh, sorry. Five thousand above five thousand is two hundred and fifty dollar bids, dude. Holy! So sh- the geez. next bid that person has to do fifty seven fifty. I could have done math right there, but uh, okay. So then two hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh. All right. Well, I will say that there will be another. I was going to say another twenty five, but I'm not going to say that. I will go with another. I'm going to go under eight. All right. Mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, that's a, that's I would, high, but I'm yeah. going to go under eight at 70, uh, 750. If I'm close, I'm close. If, if not, great. You give me your number, sir. I initially went with, uh, and I'm changing this, by the way. So we're, I'm not going to get caught in this trap. I initially went with 6,500, but I didn't see that number that's already posted there. So I'm, I'm, I'm climbing closer now to about 72. 72. He goes with 72. Mm. All right. That sounds good. Cliff gave us a little paragraph. He says, at first glance, looks like about 95 figures with some doubles and the four vintage figure cases. All Empire Jedi and the 1985 Ewoks Saturday morning cartoon. Looks like all the last 17 Power of the Force 1985 figs, which are the most desired and hard to come by of the collection. Those are so tough. Uh, expensive to find today that fans are purchasing repros at more than $30 a figure. Repros at more than $30 a figure. Yes, reproductions. uh, So a lot of these things, like the Star Wars vintage collections, they've literally recast the exact original molds. Now, how you can tell the difference if you're a collector, obviously the date has been changed on the bottom of their feet or their, you know, on the back where they typically, in the inside of their leg. So open up the inside of their leg, folks, and take a look at that that thing. See if you actually got a real live Luke Skywalker or do you have a repro? Uh, so he says fans are purchasing repros at more than $30 a figure just to be a placeholder in the collection. Thanks. I'm going to say final bid, 7200 So, oh, okay. wow. That is like I th- right. I, th- I, think you're, I, think we're, I think we're in the ballpark, baby. I think, yeah. I think we're not far off, man. Ronnie Adams. Now, he's been coming in high a lot here lately. Let's see if he keeps up with what he's got 
on the agenda here for so for lot one, Ronnie Adams says eighty five hundred. Oh, man, listen, and, it's, it, it's possible. If someone wants to just sweep this collection and just be done with it, 8500 grab it and go. If you got money in the bank to burn, just take it and make everybody right. else sob. Somebody, somebody had said, uh, it, it was on a... Uh, on one of the boards there I was looking at somebody said there's probably 25 grand in Star Wars figures now I can tell you that Ronnie Adams who's been bidding high this whole time he's only got a total of 19,700 so Ronnie Adams is either close and the other guy is actually right or the other guy has no idea what he's talking about and we're obviously going to be the winners of this agenda uh, 25 grand I would say would be uh, what do you you mean like the entire collection that they have he's talking about everything that they have Star Wars he's talking about Star Wars figs so Star Wars action figures. Of, of the ones that said. we saw, like of the five auctions? You think that's high? That's, that's, a, that's a big amount. That's a big amount. <laughs> a big amount. I'm, I'm, scared, I'm scared to go there. But listen, there, there are dummies that would pay pay for a lot. And listen, these are premium figures. These have accessories. These have the, the cloths. I mean, if those are all original and you got the telescoping Luke and the Ewoks and droids toys, I mean, power of the force, you've got it all here. And man, if you bought those damn coins along with it, you, you know. Your kids are going to be living off Star Wars money. Is all I'm telling you. Mark Radlich comes in at seven grand. Okay, seven grand. So, Mar- so. Marcus seeing some value here. Good for you, Marcus. Good, right. good, good, good. All right, all right. Restored so faith in the Radlich. <laughs> As for the personal personal lots that I wanted to bring up here, uh, my personal one that I want to get your opinion on, and I want to yep. see if I can maybe uh, the big chap right here. Oh, what you got? What you got? Two vintage plastic Kenner large size alien oh, toys. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. All right now, are they vintage? Are they actually vintage? Because <clears throat> these uh, these were repurposed. What do we have here? Three. That's what I've heard. Let me go ahead and zoom in here. As far as price goes, there are some people that definitely believe this is vintage. Like this is the thing. What it's I'm just taking. To be. I'm just taking. I'm just taking a look. I'm. I thought the figure that was released, the actual vintage one, was really. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I'm taking a look here on my phone of the the older, older ones. Um, 1979. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at them, man. That, that's that right there. I can't. Yeah. So the, these things are huge. But I uh, what we're looking at when it comes to price here, they're they're coming in right now at three seventy five for the pair. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll read the description here just for anybody that's wondering. These are uh I already read like what the title is. Large size alien toys among yep. the rarest toys of the late seventies and early eighties. Each is 18 inches high. Uh, so I am going to go with, I think this will get another $200 on top of it. So I'm going to put alien down here and I'm going to go with 500 and $75. Just throw a number out there, Bailey. Yep. Let's see. What no, you no, no. I, so I'm going to agree with you. So you got two of these things. These are once again from the, uh, the toy masters uh, at Kenner. So they're released in 19, uh, 1979. So, of course, you know, hot on the heels of Star Wars in 77, you had the Aliens figures. And everybody loved action figures. These are these are some large ones. Uh, and if they are the 77 or the 79 ones, they are super collectible. And you could see that their their heads in particular are well-preserved because you could they have, like, literally see-through visor heads where you can see, the, like, their brain matter and stuff, which is ultra cool. Uh, and it's in well be, great condition. So I'm thinking... Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six hundred. Six hundred. All right. Yep. Sounds good. Got you in there for six hundred. All right. So, what was the one you were looking for here? Um, it was the sure. the erasers. It was the most the unique thing that I've that I've seen on an auction site that I've never ever ever seen since the day they've been released. <laughs> 
So these were these were in the school supplies department, okay? So you could get almost action figure sized erasers. Now, a lot of folks used to literally use these as, you know, proxy action figures. So if you didn't have a Darth Vader, hey, I can still use the eraser Darth Vader. They're just as cool. So you had your Yoda. You had an R2-D2. You had uh, Emperor's Royal Guard. Uh, you had some Ewoks there. I mean, a lot of different stuff and some Star Wars stickers. What What is it going for right now? And you can see the Star Wars cool ruler on the bottom there as well with the beautiful Return to Jedi sticker still intact there. Right. We got and photo. I think that might be a KB toys price tag on that i believe I, I think that says kb up there yeah keep the uh, keep those uh folks i'm telling you never ever take the price tag off of anything as a retro collectible love it yeah these oh the darth vader pencil sharpeners there i had those erasers i can still see those on my desk take a look up top so you got the uh the heads now i don't think they're erasers they might be pencil sharpeners right yeah. right that's kind of what so, i'm getting too yeah, and um, it looks like they right down underneath the pencil sharpeners. It looks like it's a bag of accessories, random accessories. I don't know why those are. It's just it's it's like action figure accessories. They came off too. of like the figures. Yeah, what the hell is it doing there? Why do you put those there? They have no idea what they're looking at. No, they they, they don't know what it is. They do that, not that, know. That looks like that looks like the backpack of one of the Hoth action figures right there. Yeah, I can see like there's a gun right there. I believe that's a strap. Maybe I don't know. Weird, weird. Why would that be there? But yeah, uh, so, so so these things were everywhere as a kid, and I have never seen these ever again. <laughs> I had all this in my pencil case, and nobody's ever seen it again. These have actually vanished. So unlike action figures, people didn't collect these. They literally yeah. threw either they either used them to erase their stuff at school, and they were never seen again. You know what I mean? Like right. who 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 in their right mind collected collected their erasers? Right. Right. And everybody had them. You know what I mean? They'd sit on your desk. You'd play with it at school. God knows what would happen. You'd bite the head off it because you were bored or God knows what would happen. So just to see these actually in the package, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by these. I love Un them. Unreal. Look at that. Well, Look at that. Okay, so these are coming in right now, eighty bucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, every, everybody collects the action figures. Everybody collects the right. vehicles, the posters, all that stuff. People love, but when it comes to like school supplies and party supplies and all these, the, the blankets, the you know, all the ancillary merchandise, that's where the money is, man. Because nobody kept that stuff in mint condition. You know what I mean? The bed sheets. Oh, yeah. Those bed sheets are unbelievable. Who has a mint in package? Not many people. Not right? anybody so, I know. So nope. who has these erasers mint in package outside of this auction? I've never seen it. <laughs> you know, you might see one or two, like for sale, like a random one. But when you've got them all together in one spot, all the pencil sharpeners, the erasers, the uh, you, it's all there. And it's just. That's unbelievable. Well, yeah, like I said, is. 80 bucks right now. I'll go ahead. I'll shoot my uh, my price out there. I think it'll the final bid, 120 this is not a high-paying auction. It might only be this is this is what I like to call a Chris Bailey auction. Only a fool like myself would 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 be enjoying something like this. But I'm going about. I think this will cap at 150. 150. All right. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. Man, this has been a lot of fun. I thank you so much oh, for yeah. spending time with me, man. This is great. Walk auction Walk auction hunters on the Radlish Broadcasting Network. <laughs> a brand new show has been born. I love it. Man, so yeah, what we'll, what we'll do, uh, I'll keep an eye on these lots, and then this is all going down tomorrow. I think four o'clock's when the live live bidding, or I should say, the closing starts. So what'll happen is 
these lots will start closing and you'll have like, so if somebody bids as it's closing, there'll be another two minutes added on to it. Uh, so we'll get to watch as bids come in. And if I can video this, which man, I hope I can, but if, if, if we can video that we can watch this at some point later on down the line, uh, and if we have a chance there, maybe next week to get together, we'll just kind of watch as these bids happen in front of us live via videotape um, and and have a good time. So and then we'll see who the auction champion is going to be at once this is all said and done. So I uh, take it the belt, brother. <laughs> OK, to recap, let's go ahead and we'll work our way from the bottom up kind of tell you where everybody's sitting. We're going to first start with myself and Bailey's personal picks that we decided to throw in here just for fun for ourselves. The Star Wars school supplies, uh, that was Bailey's pick. Bailey came in at 150 selling price. I'm coming in with $120 selling price. Then we have the Alien Big Chap 1979 figure. Uh, there were two of these. Bailey's coming in at 600 for the final price, and I have got a total of 575 for the final price. Now, so let's talk about the Tron action figures along with the Micronauts. Going from bottom to top, Cliff and Mark came in at $1,100 for that lot. Ronnie said a total of $1,250. I said $1,400. And Bailey says $16.50 for the lot of Tron figures and Micronauts. And there was some other stuff in there, if I remember correctly. Then we have lot four that we were looking at here. And this is the one uh, with the Kenner Indiana Jones movie, The Map Room Toys. And working our way up from the bottom to the top. Mark comes in at $1,000 for that one. I said a total of 1300 and so did Cliff. He said 1300 as well. Bailey came in at 1350 and Ronnie Adams, high rolling Ronnie Adams, comes in at 1750 for these two in-the-box Kenner Indiana Jones map room toys. Our third lot, which is the Star Wars cereal boxes and Power of the Force coins. So it looks like Mark came in at 2000 for that one. Cliff comes in at 2500 Bailey comes in at 2600 I go in at 2800 And Ronnie says that is going to sell for a total of $3,000. Next up we have, this is the smaller of the lots. It only had a total of three collector's cases full of Star Wars figures. So it looks like I came in lowest here saying that that was going to sell for 2900 Mark says 3000 Bailey says 3800 while Cliff comes in at 4600 and Ronnie says $5,200 will be the selling price for that set of toys. And this is, uh, so like I said, this is the one with the three cases. Now, the one that had four collector's cases worth of figures, lot number one, the person that came in the lowest was Mark. He said a total of $7,000. Bailey and Cliff both said $7,200. Well, I went with $7,750. And Ronnie says that that is going to sell for $8,500. Well, let's see who's right, who's closest, who's going to be crowned the auction wars champion. Tune in. I love it. Well, Chris, thank you so much once again for coming on here tonight. What's going on in your universe over there? Superhero satellites going strong, I'm sure. What What's going on, man? 
You can find me. Listen, if you really, really want to chat with me, and I'm annoying because I'm on Twitter all the time, and I'm defending the properties that I love, Jesse Starcher. I love Z. I've been I've been recently on the uh, Fire and Water Network over with Shag Matthews, and we covered uh, V in gory detail. So we talked about the merchandise. So if you are into the show V, you want to check that podcast out. It's super, super fun. Um, I talk about, if you're on my Twitter, you're going to see me defend GoBots like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. You're going to see me get down and dirty with people who hate Superman 3. If you want to come argue pop culture, if you want to talk super blog team up, hook me up over on Twitter. I'm at Charlton underscore hero. You can find me. I'm always there to be a pain in the ass and have some fun talking about some retro stuff. You like comic books, you like toys. I'm your guy. That's where you I can find it. me. Love it, yes, love sir. it, love it. Uh, well, rest in peace, Sandra and Sylvia Young. Thank you for giving yes. us. Uh, I mean, I mean, wow. what a collection! What a collection! What I mean, uh, of all their accomplishments, they've done some stunning things. When you look at uh, you know what they've done in their lives, but this right here has provided me with so much entertainment over the past week and a half since I've seen this, uh, and to be able to sit here and talk with you about what's going on and what's happening in this auction, it's been a lot of fun. So, just uh, yeah. just just imagine if you were their boyfriend. And you walk down in that basement and you're like, are those droids toys? Or you're I, like, you're pu- I'm putting a ring on that girl. Ah, oh, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you can check me out there. I have my own source material comics feed. If you want to check that out, this is where this will be airing. But we got all sorts of fun shows over there talking comic books. The Unspoken Issues podcast focused on the 90s comic books. We're going to be having all sorts of fun here talking. Uh, Soviet Super Soldiers number one. Uh, that's all happening. right. That's, that's going to be dropping sometime soon. Ghost Rider 2099 is in the can. I just got to get it edited and out there. A lot of fun there. And, of course, over on the Rattlich and Broadcasting Network as well hanging out with mark we talked the corner just recently yes. one of the most depressing uh uh one of the most depressing shows out there but i will tell you it garnered some great great conversation but uh and let, I, let me tell you something i um i'm really going to take my head off to that episode because no. that, that is one of, that is one of those episodes that gets down and deep i'm, I'm going to tell mark radlich for a second I think a good podcaster is someone that you can listen to a great podcaster is someone who's real behind the mic Mark Radlich is the most real guy you're ever going to hear behind this microphone. That is honest to God. He bears his soul on this mic. He's a, he's a good friend of ours and you get to spend some time with him. Jesse Starcher in concert. (laughs) Holy crap. Rage against the machine is happening. I would love to be there with you guys. That would be such a blast. It will be fun. First time I'm ever going to get to meet this man in person. We've hung out for, I don't know, man, how many hours of podcasts that this man and I have put together. I mean, yeah. And so we finally get to hang out and go watch one of our favorite things, a metal concert. It's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Take some photos. I'm going to live vicariously through you, (laughs) too. It'll be awesome. But all right. Well, for Chris Bailey, I am Jesse Starcher. Have a good one. Bye bye. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure to give that Rattlich in Broadcasting Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts we have to offer. We are at home on Spreaker, but you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and recently we have hit the air on Spotify. Find your favorite podcast platform and type in R-A-D-U-L-I-C-H to subscribe for some great content. If you enjoyed this show, please feel free to share and spread the word. And as always, we appreciate any feedback and look forward to entertaining you again soon.